This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from on multiple portable devices. If you're looking for something to listen to while waiting for that four orbs episode to release, check out Audible. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash four orbs for your free trial. ring, trumpets blare, and crowds cheer. Doroth and Felomir, you enter the city of Gamor in your stagecoach hearing these bells and trumpets. You look out the window to see citizens cheering to what seems like your arrival. Oh, look! An audience! They're, of course, happy to see me. And I'm gonna poke my hand out and wave to my adoring fans. You know they're not waving at you. Yes, they are! Shut up! I'm gonna go back to reading whatever book that I'm currently reading. Astra and Keth, as you are finishing your lunch at one of the local cafes, the sound erupts from the Crimson Hold and the citizens around you count out loud in unison. The new Crimson Command cadets have completed their training. Counting the bells signifies to the city of Gamor the number of initiates that successfully completed their training. But as the bells end on the sixth ring, the citizens look at each other as the trumpets go silent. They seem a little disappointed, and then you overhear some of the citizens questioning why it's such a low number. Six is so few, especially after the incident nearly two months ago where recruitment is now so necessary after the loss of so many in Gamor. Oh, you, you think Finch made it? I think so. I mean, it's uh, not really surprising when there were so many deaths after what happened. I mean, there's probably not that many Crimson Command left to graduate the ceremony. Mm, I guess that's true. But still kind of sad. Finch, it has been a grueling six weeks. This Crimson Command training is a very intense boot camp, and just yesterday, you arrived back from the mountains of Calandria after completing your first mission. You, Bryn Talith, Rokar, and three other initiates sit at the table in the large mess hall of the Crimson Hold. Others are eating in the hall, but are not in earshot. The mood is rather solemn due to the loss of an entire cadet squad on their last mission with the training officer. Those four were not the only ones lost in the training, though. The training started with 14 cadets. A few quit, not able to handle the training, but five initiates and the one training officer died on mission. Well, Bryn, Rokar, it's been a long journey. We may have lost some good men along the way, but I'm proud to call you my comrades. I'm proud of all of us. Bryn speaks up and says, Yeah, it sucks that just so many couldn't make it through. I mean, I was looking forward to the 14 of us actually getting through it all. But, you know, we made it. We did make it. It is an elite group for a reason, so. Well, we'll be uh, brought in with that festival tomorrow. It'll be a good time. We'll make it a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully my friends can make it. I haven't seen them in quite some time. 
Keth. The waitress finally brings you your meal, which took an entire food tray to bring you. There are five plates of various foods, roasted duck, a whole loaf of wheat bread with a molasses drizzle on top, aged gruyere, six hard-boiled eggs, and a mix of hard-shelled nuts in a bowl. The waitress then looks at you, Astra, and says, I'll be right back with your soup. Thank you. All right! Dig in. Doroth and Felomir, on your ride into town, all the citizens went back to the focus of jobs and such as after the chimes and the bells and trumpets stopped blaring. The stagecoach is taking you to the Crimson Hold directly, but on the left side, out the grated window, you see Keth and Astra sitting at a cafe table on the sidewalk. Astra sits twiddling her thumbs while Keth chomps down on plates of food. Oh, look, it's our companions. Oh, look, it's our... I was going to say that. Well, too late. Whatever. And I'm going to push... Actually, I want to push past Felomir, even though I'm pretty sure I could exit on my side. Okay. I just want to crawl over him <laughs> and, and go out. What? What? The set still. Uh, the stagecoach is still moving, though. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Stop the stagecoach. <laughs> I yell. The stagecoach comes to a stop. After you. Thank you. And as I'm pushing past him, I just want to, like, put my hand over his face. <laughs> Push it to the side. Move! I'm going to give him a gentle or not-so-gentle nudge as he exits the stagecoach. Roll. Uh, yeah, I was going to say... Keth and Astra, you see a stagecoach stop right in front of where you are, and then the door just kind of swings open violently, and you see Doroth standing there with Felomir just kind of like trying to move out of his way. Oh, look, it's, it's Doroth and Felomir. Hey, guys. I'll jump up and, and run over and, and scoop them both up. Big <laughs> <laughs> old hug. Wait, put me down. Oh, hey, Keth. So the pairs of you haven't seen each other in close to two months. Seven weeks and four days, if you want to be exact. We are approaching midsummer, and it is very hot outside. So if the four of you have done anything to change your appearance, now would be the time to explain your new look. Are you still wearing rags, Astra? I mean, I've already got the costume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, there's probably a lot of uh, wardrobes that are not being used out there, so... Sure, you could find some nice clothes. Yeah, I don't know. Is anybody else changing outfit? Doroth, have you made any changes to your appearance? Uh, I'm gonna make an executive decision and get rid of my man bun. All right, because it was so like last season. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm rocking a uh, a cool scruffy um trying but not trying look. That's very in. What about clothes wise? Anything changed there? No. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about you, Kath? You wearing a shirt yet? Yeah, I've, I've got a shirt on uh, to kind of blend in with the people of Gamora. All right. And, and not scare them away. Cool. What about shoes? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to be more rogue looking. All right. What does that mean? More black. So you're going to be. Oh, shit. So pretty much the same attire, <laughs> but black clothes instead? Yes. All right. I mean, we'll say y'all were able to get whatever clothes you want throughout the city at this Maybe point. Maybe boots versus Jesus sandals. All right. It's probably uh, a good call. Some, some docks. Some right. do yeah. Knowing that you're going on an adventure. <laughs> probably. Yes. What about you, Felomir? No. <laughs> I'm wearing the exact same clothes 
that I was wearing when I left two months ago. <laughs> I washed them once about three weeks ago. All right. So what's the plan to, you know, that the ceremony for the Crimson Command cadets is tomorrow. So what's the plan for the four of you then? Ooh, do do me and Astra have a house, a residence? Yeah, y'all um, were gifted a house that is now vacant due to the massacre of thousands of people. Well, you guys could come over to our place. We got a house here now. You have a house? Yeah, they gave us one. You know, there's not a whole lot of people using these houses. You have a dead person's house? Yeah. I Interesting. Mean, a lot of people probably have dead people's houses. It's, you know, these houses are old. Oh, I, I see where you're going with that. I would like to see this dead person's house. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Sounds lovely. <laughs> Let us go. I was going to ask if there were any pictures of the dead people, but then I was like, ain't no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so as you walk down the main street towards the Crimson Hold, Keth leading the way proudly, you uh, turn left into a little alleyway, and then there is this little two-story cottage-style thing. He opens up the door with a key, just like it's locked like a normal house. Weird for Keth, probably, for y'all. You walk inside to a very large living room with a kitchen attached to it, a staircase that leads up, and a small little room underneath the staircase. Hey, so what do you guys think? Pretty nice, huh? It is very well decorated, actually. Oh, it's lovely, Keth. Yeah, it came furnished. <laughs> well, that's great. Lots of reds and blues that kind of decorate the entire area. Wow. You've done pretty well for yourself. We have. You know, people of Gamora were very thankful for us, you know, helping. Yeah, there's three bedrooms upstairs, so y'all can stay in one of them, and then one of them's Astro's, and then the other one's mine. I got the biggest one, because I'm the biggest one here. <laughs> well, that that, that makes, you are. That, that makes perfect sense. Sounds familiar. Anyway, um, I'm just going to, uh, there's like a couch or a yeah, seat or something. Completely set up. I'm just going to go run and jump onto it. All right. So what have you two been up to for the past couple of months? Yeah, I was just helping clean the city and restore everything as much as, you know, it can be restored after what happened. And there's a silence. <laughs> Pregnant yeah. silence. The sad silence. Uh, what have y'all been up to? Uh, we've been reading a lot. Yeah, we went. Uh, well, I went to college. I'm a college man now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you learn? We learned much. We read books about the orbs and the equilibrium, and and we learned much. That sounds boring. Did you find anything? We learned much. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did you learn? Well, we learned more about Remora's journey and how it links to what we're doing now, and we learned something about how they tried their best to make new orbs but they couldn't reach them and just we we basically learned more about the orbs that we know of now and what else they can represent hmm. and maybe a little bit about their location and i'm gonna look slyly Ooh, where are they we can't reach them 
Well, that we know. Uh, I mean, we could probably reach them if we had to. We'd have to try really hard. <laughs> well, well, this, how? Really, really, really hard. <laughs> this is the part where you ask me how, where they are. Well, well I was getting to it. How? Not here. What do you mean, not here? They're on other planes of existence. What? What's that mean? I mean, I can't really explain it more than that. They're not in Asus. Well, They're not on Asus. Well, he speaks up. We think they're in other realms, as, as Dorth said, planes of existence. We don't know exactly how to get there, but we have encountered portals before. Oh, like the chaos portal? He, he, kind of. I was speaking more about the, the, the portals in the Temple of Hanet, or the one real one. Oh. You know, the one that Finch went through. Oh, yeah. Uh, how to locate another one of these portals, I'm not exactly sure. That's where the trying comes in. So, if you guys are interested in hunting down another orb before, uh, what's his name, Velmir? Gets his hands on one. We'll have to start trying pretty soon. What do you think, Astra? I mean, we're pretty much doing... I mean, we pretty much did everything that we can do here. I mean, what else are we going to do? We'll do it. <laughs> what, where do we go? Well, hold on now. What about Finch? Oh, yeah. He graduated, I think. Yeah, I think tomorrow, tomorrow we should be able to get in touch with him. Hmm. Um, oh, by so, the way, just so you guys know, I've been doing a little thing, nothing to get excited about, because he hasn't answered me yet, but I've been keeping in touch with Velmir. Uh, <laughs> what? I've been speaking with him, telepathically. How? Telepathically, with my mind. It's something I learned in college. Like, magic? Yes, I can send a message and receive one from anyone that I've met before. And who do I know that I can't speak to? It's Velmir. Isn't that cool? So what, what has he said? Nothing. So are you sure it's working? Are you, are you sure he got your message? How dare you ask me a question of, such as this? Did it say message received? <laughs> you left me on red. <laughs> <laughs> He he received the message. He's just being a little bitch. As usual. Well, you guys could stay here tonight and we could talk to Finch tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you alright there? I mean, where is he now? As far as I know, he's in the Crimson Command hold. Well, let us go. Oh, okay. I mean, he's busy with his ceremony. He's not busy. <laughs> You can't go there. I mean, we, we he's doing his ceremony. We can't just go there now. We'll see him tomorrow. No, wait. I want to get real still. <laughs> Be like, hey. Hey, Fitch. Is that, is that Do Doris? Yes, it is. Don't speak out loud to yourself. You'll look, <clears throat> you'll look crazy. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? It's me, Dorth. We're here in town. Come see us. I'm kind of busy at the moment. You're not that busy. 
I'm about to become a Crimson Command member, dude. I can see everything going on around you. What's going on around me, Dave? I can't see. I think you're still, you're still, you're still in the mess hall. I'm like, well, I'm flattered that you've reached out, but I'll see you tomorrow. I'll remember this. Don't, don't tell me and everybody said hey. Well, <laughs> what uh, what were you doing? I was talking to Finch. What would he say? He said he'll meet us tomorrow. Exactly. But it was cool, though, huh? Uh, sure. It just looked like you were, you know, staring very hard, intently. I had to try. I'm I'm still very new at it. It's making me very tired. (laughs) (laughs) So the four of you kind of just hang out for the rest of the night in the house and just kind of catch up on the last two months of time. And eventually you go to bed. And the next day you wake up, do a little breakfast thing. Keth actually cooks for you. Hey. And it's uh awful. Damn. Can't be that bad. What would a what would a orc eat for breakfast? Something wild and gamey he caught outside along with some twigs and <laughs> probably berries that may or twigs. may not be poisonous. <laughs> I, d- I just picture the Keth- berries can only be digestible by him. That he grabbed, <laughs> definitely. See, I picture Keth trying to make normal food, but he just throws whole eggs in a pot and like mixes it up, shell and all. Yeah, see that. Yeah, too, yeah. I'm eating eggs. my rations secretively. <laughs> Maybe he kept some of those like dead bodies on ice, and he's just serving us like severed hands and shit. Whoa, cannibalism! <laughs> We've been these for like two months. <laughs> Got is dark it, real fast. Just then. is it cannibalism <laughs> if it's gnome eating human? I w- uh, yes, yeah, I would say, I would say so. Yeah. I'm going to count yeah. that. Is it, are they different species? Or are they just different class? They're different races, not different species. races, not species. Okay. I, uh, right? Is that how it is? I don't know. I mean, I don't, they call them races in the books. I don't uh, have look, the book. This is a thing that doesn't exist in real life. <laughs> There's no precedent for it. Just curious. <laughs> hey, companions. Happy New Year. I know I'm a little late to the party on that one for you, but the reason I bring that up is this year I have cleared up a lot of things on my schedule, so I'll be trying very, very hard to get these episodes out to you back on a bi-weekly schedule. I know a lot of you have been very frustrated with me not getting the episodes out in a timely manner, but I promise you there was a reason, and I'm going to tell you what those reasons are right now. I am a man of many hobbies, or at least I used to be. On top of this podcast, I am in a band with Matt, a.k.a. Finch, called South Carlin. From July 2017 to December, we were gearing up for we were gearing up for our band to release our self-produced EP called Playing the Ghost. This took a lot of my attention during the production as I was the sound engineer for recording the album. I had never done this kind of thing before, so just like how when this podcast started, I had to do a lot of learning and testing on my own. But we did release the EP, and you will be able to find it on most streaming services soon. But if you want to check it out now, you can find it on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. So before South Carlin had geared up to do this EP and started playing shows, I had kind of promised some local friends in town that I would join a cover band with them. And so right before South Carlin started doing everything that we started doing, I was practicing all the time. And this was back in like March. So I was doing pretty good with like juggling that and the podcast and South Carlin. 
But New Year's Eve was the last time I played a show with that cover band. I told him that I just couldn't do it anymore. I just didn't have the time for it. And so I'm going to be dedicate. I'm going to be dedicating most of my time now to the two hobbies I like the most, which is this podcast, of course, and South Carlin. And then on top of that, I work an eight to five, just like most of you. I have an office job that drains my soul, as some of you office workers may understand. So sometimes when I got home, instead of editing, I would just crash on the couch and just try and think about things. So here I am having this heart to heart with you because that's something I need to do with you guys. And I don't know if you all realize this, but Deidre is also Deidre Astra is also my wife. And just like any other relationship, I got to spend time with her. I got to, you know, I got to be your husband. But with all that said, here's my apology to you. I know we became a monthly podcast over the like last three or four months, and I'm very sorry for that. As important as this podcast is to some of you, you have no idea how important it is to me. I love bringing you these stories and this world, and I love to hear about how much joy it may bring you. I hope I haven't lost some of you companions forever, and if I have, I hope this apology reaches you somehow. Moving on, though, please don't forget to check out how you can support us. You can simply follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or maybe you want to do a little more and write us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Maybe you can do even a little more and donate to our Patreon account. We just released the QuestCon 2017 panel we did back in October as extra content to, uh, to that platform. Go check it out. I am working on getting the anniversary live show that we did back, in, back on December 1st there as well on that platform. But we had some problems with the recording, so if you want to check it out when it is released, it will be announced on our social media platforms. And of course, I have to take the time for our awesome sponsors. So here they are. If you are like me, as I have been mentioning, maybe you want to get involved in multiple hobbies or learn one in the first place. If so, Skillshare is a wonderful tool to help you get started. They have video tutorials and classes for several topics, including design, film, writing, and photography. If you think this could benefit you, go to skl.sh slash four orbs for a free three-month trial to get access to all of their great videos. And don't forget probably my favorite sponsor, because I'm always funneling food into my mouth, NatureBox. Go to naturebox.com and check out all of their healthy snack options. If you haven't had their strawberry lemonade fruit stars, you are missing out. Deidre is constantly making NatureBox orders for us in this house. If our pantry isn't stocked with their mixed nuts packages, red pepper jerky, and Asiago cheddar cheese crisp, something is seriously wrong in this house. And with promo code ORBS, you can get three free snacks at checkout. Okay, this has been a long mid-roll, and I'm sure some of you have been skipping ahead trying to get to the end, so I apologize again for that. But I felt it was necessary to have a heart-to-heart with my companions. But let's get back to the episode. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite things, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at yousimplymustpodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You Simply Must! Are you a lifelong fanboy, a new nerd, or are you just clueless and curious about all the comic book movie buzz and want to know more? Then tune in to Between the Cons, the twice-weekly podcast for Life Between Comic Cons, where Chris and friends discuss nerdy news. Why is it news. always Chris and friends? We have stupid nicknames that you made up for us. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Big Boy Pants. <sighs> 
where Chris, Chris 2, MF Dane, Mr. Naughty List, the Wonder Twins, Masterman Drabo, the Ginger Giant, and the Outlaw Steve Jr. Thank you. Discuss nerdy news, review movies, and dive deep into the big topics that encompass our fandoms. Subscribe today on iTunes and Google Play at BetweenTheCons.com. So the four of you head out to the Crimson Hold to celebrate with Finch as he graduates from the Crimson Command boot camp that he just went through. And as the four of you enter into the Grand Hall, this 200-foot-high, 80-foot-wide, 400-foot-long room is packed with allegiant citizens, dedicated town guards, and proud Crimson Command members. The altar is visible from the back, even though the room is so long and packed. You see Finch, fourth in line of six cadets, standing to the left of now High Captain Gate. <laughs> gate. <laughs> Lower the, the gates. Way you were. <laughs> yeah, oh, gate. gate. My hero. To the right of the pulpit, you see the officers that were possessed by Velmir in the siege two months ago. High Captain Gate speaks out to the crowd. Loyal citizens and patriots, faithful statesmen and men of Crimson. We gather here today to honor and inaugurate six new members of the Crimson Command. These cadets have faced the toughest of obstacles along with an abnormal event leading into their training. They have proven themselves at home here in Gamore and in the field. May we celebrate the conclusion of this short journey of theirs and send them off on the longest yet. Cadets, say the oath. I vow my time. I, I vow my time. time. I vow my life. I, I vow my life. Till balance and peace. Till, Till balance, balance and, and, peace. and peace. Fights those that cease. Fights Fight those that, that cease. cease. I hold my tears. I hold my tears. And show no fear. And, and show no fear. Even when danger draws near. Even when danger draws near. And when flight seems right. When flight seems right. I fight those who fright. I fight those who fright. And protect innocent blood. And protect innocent blood. With my own crimson blood. With my own crimson blood. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's always that guy. <laughs> and as you finish saying the vow, Finch, you look out into the crowd as cheering and celebration occurs. Then, softly walking through the crowd, guided gently by a young man, you see your blind father walking to the front. He smiles, knowing where you stand and the accomplishments you have achieved, and you have never felt as proud as you do today. I would like at least one of my eyes to water up. And possibly be noticeable to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you all see Finch cry. <laughs> burst into you tears. see Finch get a little bit emotional, but he holds it back because he's a Crimson Command member. <laughs> The night goes on in celebration. Doris spends most of the night on stage in the mess hall, playing with the band, entertaining the masses. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Tom grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test, and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. 
is something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you have the time of your life oh, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a good song <laughs> it's, it's a great song It's like every graduation song ever, ever. <laughs> You all mingle with friends you've met Or new acquaintances from this party And celebrate with Finch now that he has completed this difficult milestone Finch, you spend a great deal of time with your father. Turns out he sold his shop in Tempia and has hired this young man to be his assistant in setting up a new shop in Gamor. But as it goes deep into the night, your father and his assistant leave the keep to a tavern where he is staying until he is all set up. You walk out onto a large balcony overlooking the city with the starry night above, and you see your companion sitting over on the side with legs propped up and relaxing. They are passing a pipe around, and as you get close, you notice the scent of Trinity Leaf. When they notice you, you see all four of them with huge grins on their faces. I'm just going to excitedly kind of run up and like hug every single one of them. Makes sense. What's been going on? What are y'all? Nah, dude. We're just, what are y'all? We're just chilling, dude. Hey, man. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You guys are chilling hard. Hey. We're so proud of Were you. Were you crying earlier? Because that was well, so sweet. I, w- I was crying I was, earlier. Well, I was... I wasn't crying, but um, it looked like it's, you were crying okay. to me. Who's, that was who's got the pipe? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, here you go, oyster. Y'all are puff puff pass, Astra. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that was my papa. They uh, somehow he has made his way to Gamora, and he's sold his shop, and he's going to be opening a new one here. So my papa's in Gamora now, dude. <laughs> no guys, way, man. Do you guys like? Ever notice how some people say Papa and some people say Papa? That's like weird though. <laughs> Crazy man. Like how? Well, yeah. Some people got a Poppy. Some people got a Papa. Some people. It's like like a like Mimi. Like a generational thing. Hey, you guys are like out of it, huh? Nah, We're dude. so proud of you. Thanks, Kath. Finch, Finch, Finch. Yes. I want to like pull at his garb like Jesus. Yes, Doroth. We we gotta find the other orbs. Yes, we do. Um, are you guys gonna remember this conversation if we start having it? I remember all, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I'm gonna try real hard. You guys just try and stay with me for a minute. You know, I, I came pretty close with a lot of Crimson Command members during these trials, including some of the officers and the higher ups. Once they kind of learned a little bit more about me and us. They kind of see that somehow I, I guess I'm connected to the orbs. They said if you guys are willing, that they they have full confidence in you to be my my team as we go out and look to uh, figure out where these orbs are and a way to protect them. It, it's kind of becoming my mission now. Well, of course we're your team. Who else is going to be your team? Hopefully nobody. I want. I prefer it to be you guys. I just you know, make sure that we're all on the same page. But we have the full backing of the Crimson Command. I can get us mounts. I can get us coin to the cause. I mean, I, I think this is. Uh, we have a really good starting off point here if we really want to go for this thing. Well, we're gonna need all of those things because I don't think the other orbs are here. No, I, I don't believe that they're here either. No, I mean like. Here at all, like here, I just like yeah. motion, <laughs> and I just motion really big with my. Voice. I'm just going to kind of mimic his his motion. And go, I know they're they're not here. 
and make the motion. No, I don't know. I don't know if you know what I mean. They're not on this plane of existence. Whoa. Right? <laughs> wait, wait. I passed Finch, the Trinity Leaf. <laughs> S- take some of that. Yeah, you got to get on our tell, plane. Tell him again. <laughs> you got to get on our plane. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him again. <laughs> okay. So I went to college, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to, I did. I went to college. We read a lot of books and we learned that some of the orbs are in other planes of existence. They're in other, we got to go through like portals and shit. I take a small puff. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what I know, but maybe okay, Velma so, doesn't know that. Okay, so like the portal where I got the first orb. No, I get it. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get it. So we just have to find portals. Like the chaos portal. Oh, shit. Well, do we know of any other portals? Is that, do we need to go through the chaos portal? Nah, I don't think so. Nah. Well, the only other portal that we know of was the one in the Temple of Mithron. It's the Temple of Hanet. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your main gig, man. Yeah, you're off your game. <laughs> you need what to quit. No, nah, let me see that. Let me give me that pipe. I'll I'll take a one short more puff and pass the pipe. <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> I feel like anyone listening to this might think that none of us know what drugs are. <laughs> we don't. We don't. I have no idea. See, what I was thinking was, you know, the the Temple of Finette where we had where we saw that other portal. That temple was definitely influenced in some way by Hanette. Who where does Hanette live? In his temple. In Mithron. In Mithron. Thank you, Doris. You're welcome. So I was thinking, we already got the key of Kilnar. I really want to go to Mithron to see the Arcane Well, and there's a good chance that we're going to find some sort of portal. You think there's a portal there? I mean, where else are we going to look? We see, when we were doing reading at the college, we were doing some research about these planes and these realms, and it turns out there's one that is the source of all arcane energy. There's a realm that's the source of all of it? Is that, is that what you're saying? That's what I read, yes. Okay. We should go there. So, I mean, this arcane well could potentially be the realm. Be the portal. Be the portal to the realm. To the realm. Okay, I see. I see. Just thought. Well, how how far away are we from Mithron? We were on the way. I mean, it's only two days from here. Well, that's not very far. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna go almost anywhere else we're gonna go just as far if not longer so i mean yeah might as well give it a try we i i i don't know anywhere else to start neither does the crimson command it's kind of up to us at this point so if this is our best option i'm all for it i mean i really don't see many other options yeah this is our only lead let's take it let's do it so i guess we can leave maybe tomorrow morning yeah yeah um finch you're more than welcome to stay at our place We've got a couple of bedrooms. Oh, you guys got a place. Yeah. It's a dead person's house. A... <sighs> the people of the city were very I... kind. Okay. And lent us a house. I understand. Well, yeah, sure. I I, I think, um, let me, hold on. 
I'm going into my thoughts. Do uh <laughs> Do I need to be staying with the Crimson Command at this point, or am I fully graduated? They don't really expect to see me again, except for when I report. You it. graduated with a job. Okay. Unlike uh, everyone else in the world. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Real shit. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't need to go back into the hold for anything. I'm kind of, yeah, sure. I'd love to see your house. All right, let's go. Come on, guys. So y'all head back to Kath and Astra's place. You stay the night th- that night. And then the next morning. We sleep good. You sleep well. Oh, I have a question. Is it impossible for me to sleep or I just don't need it? You just don't need it. Okay, I'm definitely sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> On the couch. Wait, no, you're immune to sleep. So I can't sleep. You cannot sleep. Oh, no. Shit. Bummer. You can, like... <laughs> can he do, um... You can meditate for longer than four hours. <laughs> can he have sleep paralysis? He eats all the snacks. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat everything in the house <laughs> and not sleep at all. The next morning, as you're ready to begin your next journey, Crimson Command Guards bring you four horses saddled. And each of you take a horse where, Dorothy, you saddle up with. I'm going to go with Keth. And with the new height upon your mounts, the five of you look out the gate of the keep and see that this spot is elevated in the city within its wavy foothills. And in the distance, with Gunmore at the bottom of your vision, you see grassy foothills of Antrin and the sheer beauty of the land as light cloud coverage ominously showers the land in rays of sunshine. Heading off onto your next journey, Finch looks back to you and says, Strap your boots and sharpen your blades. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.